Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. So, Gillian, can you give me a rough outline of what has been happening, the importance of this service, and why you're so concerned, please? So, yeah, I received a letter from St. David's uh, Daycare Centre yesterday um, uh, to do with the respite. Um, they're closing the respite for 12 weeks from the 1st of May. Um, and it's just a very serious situation. I don't think people are aware um, about these services, how desperate we're needing them, how a lot of families are dependent upon them. You know, it's, 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 they said it's not the HSE, it's because they haven't got the staff, it's because they don't, by the time they, they have interviews for staff, it takes a lot, a lot of long time to get the staff in. It's like a circle. It's like a, a circle that they're going around and they're not um, getting the proper staff in to staff the staff, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I just like to know, um, you know, they've they done a recruitment um, the last few weeks in the Ashtown and a few other places um, in the last few weeks that I'm aware of. We're left now for 12 weeks with no respite for the people of Wexford. I, I, just, want, I just want to get a timeline of events from you, uh, Gillian. Yeah. Um, so you see, you received a letter yesterday. Prior to receiving this letter, had you any indication that this was coming down the tracks? No, but I think they did. I think they knew what was happening and they were covering themselves right. with um, going to these places to try and recruit people. Now that's speculation and supposition on it your is part. Speculation. Uh, yeah, and it I mean is. to be fair to them, I'll have to go back to them and ask them to give yeah. the, the, the right to reply on this. But yeah. but well, this wasn't the, pulled out of a hat. This wasn't yeah. just all of a sudden over the weekend. What's going to happen in the future? Yeah. Now, if they're not staffing the place properly. So let's just get a, 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 the timeline. So the first you became aware of this was when you got the letter yesterday, and I, I think is that frust- more frustrating than ever that you had no indication because it, it happened so soon. Is that yeah? Because people people were dependent upon these services for over the summer. Like a lot of people don't even get one day respite. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's they deal with it um, with the circumstances of your situation. A lot of these women and men and parents, they, they have no respite. You know, I didn't even know about the respite till a couple of years ago when I desperately needed it for my daughter. You know, only for them, I, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. You know? I mean, because you're tempered, you're frustrated, you're annoyed, you're oh, angry yeah. this morning because you're faced with this. But at the same time, and what you just said to me there, you talk about the quality of the yeah. service you're getting. So like I don't want to be on the radio and ask oh, the agents, right, if, if you have so many staff, um, it should be like a conveyor belt. Why isn't there somebody in there staffing the staff? There should be one person or two people staffing this. Can you, you know, talk to me a little bit? You talk about your daughter. So tell me yeah. how important it is to you, the, the, the sort of service and the sort of attention she gets down there and how beneficial like, it is to her and how important it is to you as her parent, as her mom. Yeah, the, the staff is absolutely, they're super, like they're super human beings. They don't get paid enough. And I think that's where um, the problem lies. The, the HSE is funding them. They're already funding themselves. They're out standing outside... Tesco's trying to get some money in to, to have this service available. Yeah. My daughter didn't need um, respite. I never needed help with her. 
until her mental health deteriorated a couple of years ago. Um, and I was in a very desperate, isolated situation. I didn't even know who to go to. Only, only that she is in day service and the girls and the, the chaps up there said, listen, we do a respite. We think you need it. It was phenomenal. I, they're, they're so good. Yeah. Um, and, like, I might need respite next year, but there's another family out there that will need this service. You know, we, we pay for it. Out of the carers' allowance, out of the, um, their disability allowance, right. they, we pay for the service. I know it's only a small amount, but we still pay for it. We still, we're not asking for nothing. Yeah. And Gillian, how often does she go there? Uh, Roisin has been there six times right. um, this year. Okay, so when you she go, when she goes in there, how long does she go in there for? Is it a day or two or a few hours? Um, one night, or it could be two nights. We right. tried it with three nights, but it wasn't possible. She just wanted to come home. But, like, the staff, they're overworked. Right. They're not getting enough pay. And people don't want to get into this job. This is the most hard job, mentally and physically, for the, for the people that are working down there. It's, a, it's, 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 it's more than a job. It's a vocation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You have to love it. Mm. You have to really, really love it. And, and it's, it's, some of the cases are very, very extreme. Do you know? know? Yeah, I know. I've, so, been there, I've been there and I've seen the wonderful work they do. So for you now as a family, uh, what does it now mean to you that you get no respite then for yeah. the next 12 weeks? Yeah, and, and I'm not even the worst case. There's a lady I was talking to the other day. She's on her own trying to do the best that she can do with the situation that she was given. Like, nobody asked to be a, a family carer, do you know? It's a, very, um, it's a very hard to get your head around it as a parent. Yeah. You know, this is your job. You don't mind doing your job. You love your children. But then when you're faced with decisions that your own mental health is being affected, you know, this should never happen. This is a, an extreme case that they have to close down them doors for 12 weeks. How is all of this like, impacting you? How is it affecting you? Well, I, was, I know what it's like to see and feel despair. I was in a situation that I was very desperate. And like there has been cases here in Mexford that people have committed suicide because they, they weren't able to cope, you know? These services had closed down before and, and these stories are not being told. And somebody needs to stand up now and tell these stories. Right, if something's not working in St. Aidan's, fix it. Don't, don't we keep it going around giving us letters saying, oh, because of staffing issues, you know, we can't, we can't provide these services. It's unsafe. And I get that. But get somebody in to fix these problems. These problems are a problem that can be fixed. I know it can't yeah. be fixed overnight, but yeah. this is going back a long time. COVID has, has a massive impact in the services. People don't want to work for minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They need to put, bring people in. Have, have you managed, have you heard anything since you got the letter? You're speaking to me this morning, you're raising the issue, and I'm going to put it out to our Morning Mix listeners, and we yeah. will go back. We've already uh, sent an email, and we will contact St. Aidan's Daycare Centre to get an update from them. Yeah. No, I was talking to um, uh, a couple of members of staff, and they're so nice. They're trying to do the best they can do. Yeah. But obviously, that's not good enough. You know, you need to get somebody in here to fix this problem so it doesn't happen again. Who knows in 12 weeks whether this service will stay open? They're, they have the money there. They have the money there 
to put up the wages and give the, give the people that are going to go in and working with these vulnerable people. Hmm. It should be on 50 euros an hour, if you ask me. In the it's meantime, a hard job. In the meantime, what will you do for, for the next 12 weeks? Well, I can't do anything, really, right. because there is, there's nothing I can do, you know? Yeah. And I'm not too bad. I have a husband, I have a bit of support here. But a lot of people have no support. They're literally on their own. Like, it's a frightening place to be. It really is. To not get that hour of, of, of respite for yourself. We, like, we're, we're, they're going to drop off like flies. You know, these, these children and these adults are here. We need to give them a service so they can, we can be happy, a happy family. We're not asking for millions and, and, and big castles for these individuals to, to go to, for a bit of respite. You know, it's basic facilities where the staff, they can't get the staff. And I think the problem is, and it's only my opinion, I think the problem is they're not giving the staff enough credit they're not giving them enough holidays. They're not giving them enough respite for themselves. It's a very challenging mental mental health okay. um, that we're dealing with. People are walking out of these jobs because they don't have the proper support. Gillian, I can sense your passion this morning. I can sense your frustration. And I'm going to gauge, we'll gauge the Morning Mix listeners' reaction. And as soon as we get any updates of this information, we will certainly share it. Thanks a million, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.